We went to see a very surprising twist in the Khazari tenet. Hmm. Until now we spoke about a detail how the Khazari explains uh, the step-by-step process of creation in the spiritual sense based on the Torah tradition, which is the Sefer Yitzira. And he finished off by showing how that's much more understandable and something much more which we can uh, maybe connect to than what the philosopher said, which, like we saw the end of the last year, he shows doesn't have any basis. Question. Yeah. And really, he went into that discussion because the king of the Khazarim asked him, explain him based on the third position, how did the world exist, get created, where did you understand it from? And now, like I said, you're going to see a very surprised <coughs> twist in the conversation. As Gilo, the king is now going to ask him in the opposite direction. And they're holding in the man Ravi, Aishchavav. Amar Khazarim, the king tells him, having heard everything he said about how Hashem builds it from letters and from the more basic letters to the complex letters to the Combinations of that is like we saw. So the king asks him, Why does Hashem need these letters, even if he's starting with the Hay of Yud, which are the basic letters, Oil Malach, Begalgal, Vuzulas, and the different Malachim, which were made along the way? If we're going to admit that the world that Hashem wants it to be, it's not something which always existed, it's something that Hashem brought into existence. And therefore, everything which exists in the world, Hashem brought into being, and at one second, there was the decision that Hashem wanted to make the world, and it wasn't like it was a slow evolutionary process. Hashem created everything as He wanted it to be. Like the tells us, Hashem wanted it to be a world, and to be a world inhabited with all the different species we see in it, and it happened. And Hashem gave him the ability to live, and to to reproduce themselves, and he's, he's studying them every second in a spiritual way. So what's the Kudari's question? The Kudari's question is, it's clear that he went to this long explanation of how Hashem built the world stage by stage, and really, like I said, that was really because of what the Kudari wanted to understand. But now the king takes the opposite track, and he says, if you believe that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is running the world every second, <coughs> So why do you have to go through stages? Why can't it be the fact that Hashem wants world and everything happens like in one flash? Why does it have to be that there's a step of the first step, then the second step, then the basic letters, then the compound letters, then the world of the kissin, then the world of the malachim? Kira, why does it have to be a multi-stage process? Good question. It's a very good question. He says if we accept that Akkadish Prophet created, so he created. How? Without, without our understanding the how, but it's, it all came to being simultaneously. Now, this is a very good question because really this is a question which isn't just a question that Kazari asked. It's a question we want to understand too. And it's a question which the, the more we're going to uh, try and understand the topic of creation and the more we're going to think about it, so it's something we want to also understand. There's no time by Hashem. Like we said many times, uh, time is something which exists in the physical setting. It's a way of, it's like a marker of events which happen. In the historical sense, there isn't a, a, a concept of time in that way. So if you understand that Akkadish Prophet first did one stage, then did the next stage, it's not a question of the day, tomorrow, and the next day. It's a question of an order. That uh, there was a step by step process, without saying how, long, how much time it took, but rather it was a, so to speak, a, con- a conceptual uh, stage by stage process that Hashem built into the world. And the question of the Kazari is, and the question of Rashi is, why do we need that? Because Rocha doesn't need to make things develop 
one stage to be able to then use it to create the next stage, then use it to create the next stage. <coughs> or assume once will be simultaneously. So why does it have to be a, a so to speak, a step-by-step process? Why can't it just be that Hashem wants to find the result, and the final result is going to be? So like I said, what's surprising is the way that the Kuzari answers, the Chacham answers the question. Not what you would have expected. I can tell you afterwards what the other ways to approach the question and try to answer them. But like I said, the, the Rila uh, Levi takes a, a very interesting approach. So where does Amir Rafa? Doesn't the Pasuk say who Amir Rafa? Yes, for sure. So it doesn't sound like it happened. But the question is, was that in one second? Amir and Heavy, Vayahi, everything happens with the same mamish, the same split seconds in all the levels, or no? It was a process. Everything he said, he had said it happened. Then he said the next thing that happened, and it wasn't a one, a one flash that everything happened at the same time. Now, could it have been for sure? It could have been. So the question is, so why wasn't it like that? If anyway, Hashem is the Bore and he's creating, so why didn't he just create? Well, he, he's not bound by time. He isn't bound by what has to develop to create something else. So why didn't he just in one go? I guess. Okay. Hard, work, hard work comes gradually and slow, and it's a process. Now, if we would ask the question, we would answer the mission regardless. And as the mission says, that uh, in the mission, the best in the mission asks this question. The mission says, Basara Mamar is never idle. The world's created with ten stages of what Hashem said. And the world could have been created with one stage. Hashem could have said one thing and caused everything. So why does it have to be in ten? And the mission's answer is that to give schar for the tzaddikim, we became a world which was made of ten stages. And to punish the Hashem, we're destroying a world which was said which which came about through ten stages. Now have you ever thought about saying, what does the mission mean? You know, they're saying, firstly, the, the assumption of the mission, of the axiom is, the world could have been created in one go. Yes, it could have been. But It could have been created with one saying of Hashem, and the world is there. So why wasn't it like that? So the answer is, to reward the tzaddikim, who became a world, which was said, depends on what does it mean. Uh, if a tzaddikim are rewarded, if we became a world, how, what's the difference? How many sayings it was said? So how are we going to explain the idea of the Mishnah. So the basic side we would say, we have to answer the question is, of course, from Hashem's point of view, of course he could have created the world in one, in one, one word, in one thought, in one split second, except that would completely block our ability to understand anything. In other words, if Hashem is doing things in a way which is beyond human comprehension, then people have no idea. If Hashem is doing things in a way which will be able for people to understand, then it means Hashem is doing things so that people can understand it. Mm. And therefore, he has to do things in a way which people can, can, can understand. And uh, to do things in a way which people can't understand, of course Hashem could, but it loses the point of, people who try, of, of creating the op- option for people to try and understand Hashem, or at least be able to, 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 to come to an, an, an rational, underst- like, which is based in the MS. Whereas if it wasn't like that, if you would have no way of understanding Hashem, so you wouldn't be able to relate to it. And let me give you an exa- another example of the same idea, which is this is the first Nizar, both the question and the answer. Nizar describes the basin Shlomana in detail. And Nizar describes how the Dayanin, and the Dayanin said, and they listen to evidence, or every person's name. And then they ask him for if he can defend himself, and then the Sultan is the prosecutor, and the prosecutor says that's why he should be punished for it, and the person has a chance to try and defend himself if he can, and afterwards the Dayanin weighed up. And then they write the psak in, this is what this person did, these were the witnesses, this is what he said in his defense, this is the psak of the basin, and this is his punishment. And for every action the person did, there's the same process of a basin process 
in Shemayim, which goes through the whole story. The witnesses and the, and the defense and the prosecution and the decision and the, and the punishment. And the Zohar doesn't just describe the courtroom and all the parties to it, it even describes how, how the Saktin is written. It talks about having a, it's written with black fire and they write it on white fire. There's a whole discussion of exactly all the details. And eventually at the end of this discussion, the Zohar, it's the and Pashasema, asks, why do you need all of that? Harry HaKadosh Prophet knows exactly what a person did and what he deserves. So, flash! He, uh, this person, bang, that's his end. Uh, not just for each in, for each action separately. In uh, one second, that shows everything. Everything he did, everything he deserves, everything he could have said, everything which is the truth, and what about the whole process? And Zara's answer is, because if it wouldn't be like that, people have no idea what, what, what's happening to them. What they're being punished for, why they're being punished, why it's fair. If just on a second, this is again, boom, this is your day. Okay, we accept that she knows what he's doing, but there's no way we can relate to that. Even when we're not people, we're just the Shabbos? Even the Shabbos. Uh, we, 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 would, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't argue. We would think it's fair. We, we wouldn't understand. We would be settling. We wouldn't, wouldn't be understand. Once you, you die, everything's clear. No, no not in, as, as a Nashama, as not as a Shem. And therefore, putting it through a process that every, everything a person does, he can see. This is what you did wrong. This is the prosecution. Can you defend yourself? No. Yes, this is the argument for or against. This is the, the, you, you agree you did that? Good. This is the Psaktin. And like it says in, in Sanatokia, Everybody's going to say everything was fair. And if Hashem doesn't need the process, he could decide in a second what the person is, was, does, and needs to happen to him, and there would be no, there would, it doesn't take Hashem time in that sense. The whole reason to have the whole court case, with, with the whole procedure of how a court case runs, is for the person. So the person understands that this is what's being, this is what I did wrong, this is what I did right. This is what was decided. This is why I deserve the punishment I'm going to get. And you that person has said, Yafi Dante, Yafi Chichi, Yafi like the Gemara says in Erevin, Neve Hashem also admits, Yafi Dante, Yafi Zikisa, Yafi Chichi, everything was fair. And if Hashem wouldn't show that process in a way where people would be able to relate to it, then they wouldn't have, they would say, we can't argue, but we don't really understand. And the, same, the, the, the way we would answer is when it comes to the Brea Saida. And this is something close to what Darizal said. And that is, of course, Hashem could create the world in a flash, and boom, it's here. But if you have no way of trying to understand or being able to relate to it, so there's no way we're going to understand uh, how to, so to speak, connect to the the Bria How are we meant to uh, have an influence on what's happening in the world? How are we meant to relate to Hashem as the Creator? And therefore, by Hashem doing it in a way which was a system, which in some way, if we don't Kabbalah, we can begin to, okay, we can begin to understand, connect to, whatever the word is going to be, so then it gives us an ability to be involved in the process. Whereas if we have no idea, we have no idea what's going on. This happens to be the world. Why, how, what happened? No idea. So then we wouldn't, we wouldn't, it would be something too far from us. We wouldn't be able to participate. Whereas if we understand, this is, this is how the prayer happened, and these are the questions Hashem used, and now a person can add to that, or a person can subtract from that, or a person can be involved in it, so then it's, it's basically, it was created in a way that people would be able to relate to. It's a great one, and that's what the mission means. It says it could have been created by Mamar Ahas, but it was created by Basar Mamaras to give Schartov to the Tzadikim, who were Makayim a world which is different from Mamaras. We're not talking about the fact, well, he did a mitzvah, so he's Makayim a, a, a ten Mamar world. What it means is, because it's ten Mamaras, people can understand what they're doing. And therefore, the Tzadik isn't just doing something which he doesn't understand. No, he can understand. This is how this is benefiting each level of the world. And just going back to my example of Kabbalah, if a person understands the effects of his mitzvahs, 
to understand. This is how, this is the koyach I'm bringing to this place. This is how I'm adding to this. This is how I'm changing the balance of kedusha. And therefore, the mitzvah does add to all ten mamoris. The, mit, the mitzvah does, uh, so to speak, if a person has an understanding, has has an influence on all the different levels. Gives, makes it bigger. And it's on the reverse. For the Russia who understands the system, and now he knows that what, how, what, he, what he does wrong, what damage it causes, or where it causes the damage, so then he's going to get punished for that. And therefore, really, the Mishnah's answer is the same you say. Akadosh Baruch did it in a way which would be in some way comprehensible to people, because that way people are going to be more involved and more responsible for whatever they do. It's a system that they can be a part of. But, but even if it was... It's not, it doesn't no, matter today, tomorrow, the next day. There's no but, time So instead of saying, they would say, this is what happened. That would be the same this is what happened. This is what happened. Well, it doesn't have to happen to have it happen. All could happen in one go. And then in one second, everything came into existence. But if that would be the case, we would have no way of knowing what's going on. We have no way of the Torah to wouldn't say what happened during that one moment? Well, they <coughs> that would be the one moment. Hashem <coughs> wants it and everything is the way it is. Isn't that the crap? But, but then, then we would learn what what happened, what those things are that happened. What, 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 what happened? Everything suddenly came. You wouldn't have a, the way it's set up is you understand, like I said before. There's a, there's a process. And Hashem first creates one step, then the next step, then the next step. And uh, at each level, things... Hashem changes things and makes things happen. And now we understand the whole system of how the world runs. So the Gemara would tell us that, by the way, no, all this, the, the, the whole the 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 whole the Zara, doesn't make a difference. What? The side is that somewhere we ha- there has to be a stage-by-stage process because we can relate to that. If there wouldn't be a stage-by-stage process, if it would be Hashem wanted and everything exists okay. in its finished form, we wouldn't be able to relate to it. So it's, it's zero to everything. Why? Because so many things are at once? Not so many things, because it's not broken down. If, if, if there wouldn't be a system, the way we see that the world is explained to us by the Chazal and, and the Kabbalah, the world is created with the system. And the system is explained to us. And it was a process. Well, like we said before, there's the ICS, and there's a the tier for the ICS, and then there's what that causes, and then there's the first level and the second level. There's a process. Now we can relate to that process. And therefore we can understand that, this is diff- that, as, that as things develop, so that it has more of a on people, and people can have more of a on that, and there's an interaction. And we can understand how what we do cont- cont- contributes to the process. Uh, that trying to get into too much, too much Kabbalah. Whatever's going to be. Whether it's being the Takana Oilam, whether it's being Mitzotis, whether it's breaking the Clippers, all these things are concepts in the Bria. And we understand how they happen, and when they happen, at what stage. And we understand how we can fix that, and work with that, and, and, and so to speak, uh, participate in doing what Hashem wants us to do. But if somebody explains to me those concepts, I don't know the stages. Those are the stages. But it's, I don't... But, but, I, but I, it's I, still stages. If the answer would be the world is as is now. How? What happened? What, what caused it? What, what are the, no, I don't so the Gemara would say what that was, that, what we're supposed to was. Thing. With, with, with the Gemara or Chazal, what basically means is you explain to me a process, not a result. A result means I can't see what went into the process. I just know what happened. The end product is like this. Why can't the Gemara say in no particular order, because there is no order, but this is what happened? It's the same thing. You know, what happened is, you're saying there isn't any stages. There's one thing only. And you, and you can't understand. Then everything is the way it is now. So we, we don't understand anything. We understand that suddenly everything came into existence, but as a, what's the system? There isn't one. And you began because you wanted it to begin. So there's nothing for us to do. There's nothing for us to relate to. We can understand the process. Now Hashem set up a system, and He made the system do things. Now we can relate to that system. We can be involved in it. And therefore, by, by, the, 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 the simple answer to this would be, and Hashem didn't need the system. He set it up in a way that people would be able to participate in it. 
And then you can understand that there's a spiritual world, and there's a physical world, and they came separately, and one brings the results to the other one. <coughs> then there's things for people to do too. We can also try to use the one to influence the other one. You can also assume that if we're going to do something, it's going to have an effect. Because we have a system of how that works. If there wouldn't be that system, it would just be that Hashem did and it is. And we have no way of knowing any of the details, so to speak. So then, of course, we... You're saying there weren't any what? details, it just... Like that. The idea of a process means things weren't in their final form. So they, they changed. So it's like this, then it changed, then something else. And now, in basic, in basic, if we understand that system, we can understand there was form, let's say, the starting point. Then, this is what happened. Then something else happened. Now we are over here. And now we understand what the stages were before that. Now we can try to work back to that. But there were no stages before that. This is, there's only one, one, one flash of Bria and things are the way they are now. Now where is it produced? What are we meant to do? We went into it. We won't know what we went to do. We won't know what we meant to do to bring it back to a different stage or to get it back to where it was meant to be. Can I keep going to just to bring out the point? To see so if example, there was a world which was originally in the high level Just to give you one of these ones. And there was a stage where Kaddish Baruch would cause things to go down, to go down and down. We call the Olam of Shur, things broke. And now, we're now in the post, that, the world after that stage, and we know what happened, and we know what was before, and now we understand, we meant to try and bring the world back to that stage. That's what we're doing here. So if you understand the system of what was, and then what changed, and then how it landed up, and I understand that now our job is to bring things back to the world before. So we have, we have a system of how things come to where they are now, and we understand what we meant to do also, Bring them back. That's only because we see the stages. If you wouldn't see any stages, we'd just see this is the final form, and there weren't any stages, so that would be the way it's going to create. There's nothing for us to do. We're in a world which we have no idea if it's complete, not complete, if the way it's meant to be, not the way it's meant to be. This is what it is. We don't know anything else. Part of the process. Other than when the Ramadan comes about, everything starting at one level, being a and then developing its serve into different forms, that's a process also. It's a process in the physical world, but it's a process nonetheless. The, what you're saying is here, why was there process at all? Why was it just final stage in, that, in one second? Okay, so that, that's what we would have answered. It's there for people, for people to be able to relate to it and understand it. So that's what he would have said. I said, and it has basis in the Zara, it has basis in the Mishnah. But, uh, we are not able to get the surprise. And look what he says. In Oisraf Zayin, Omer, Chover, so the Chacham says, Etivoy Sveh, Melech HaKoza. You said good. You're 100% right. Zeh HaEmes, Vemunah BeEmes. It's the MS and it's the moon of the MS that Hashem created everything. We don't ask any questions to try and understand how. And that's leaving everything which is not important. In other words, yeah, we don't need more than that. Hashem created everything. We don't have to explain the why and the how in this process. You have to right. The point is Hashem created, that's all we need to know. Oh, so now you're going to ask the question, but we just explained to you the whole Sefer Yitzir. It's the Sefer of Ramavina. To explain to you a system and to explain how Hashem built things and how Hashem added letters and how Hashem made compounds. And so when I'm arguing to Ramavina, listen to the Kazari says, Hashem ha'yazeha yun ma Ramavina, kashin isparilo ha'elokus va'achtus, koinim shidabim v'nachse. The whole sefer of the Sefer Yitzira was of Ramavina's trying to understand before he recognized Hashem. This was of Ramavina trying to understand before he became a Navi, before Hashem appeared to him. And therefore we went to try and understand and work out what happened and, and went through a whole process of trying to make sense of the Bria that he saw around him. But, after Hashem spoke to him, he left everything behind, or he tried to build in Sephara. In other words, yeah, the whole Sephara was a heavenly. It was there before Abraham Avinu was, was, was a Navi and he was trying to use human intellect to understand the world he saw. 
If a regular Hashem spoke to him as a Navi, so he doesn't have to try and understand anything. He, 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 he's, he's now on the level of the Navi, and he wants to, he, he wants to hear what Hashem has to say, not, not try and work things out in the system that he can understand. Did, does this mean that Sefer Yitzhira is written without Navuwa? So that the Mashmah so that would be, that the Sefer Yitzhira was written before Avraham Avinu got to the stage where Hashem spoke to him, and this was all Avraham Avinu's philosophy, all Avraham Avinu's understanding, which is which is came before Hashem appeared to him. Now, that's not far off from the MS, because the last mission Sefer Yitzhira is, Akadish Baruch appeared to Avraham Avinu, and he made a bris with him. And between his ten fingers and his ten toes, it's a very interesting bracer. But the Mashmah says that's the end point of Sefer Yitzhira. And then, if the way that the real is explaining it, then he dropped it. I don't have to try and explain things anymore. Now that he, now that he got to the stage that Hashem appeared to him, so then I can leave it behind and I can talk to Hashem. I don't have to go out to there and try to understand everything. Fascinating. And therefore, he says, once he, he went to his shop, the back of Shabbat Shalom, when he went to learn from Hashem after Hashem had spoken to him, Hashem wanted from him. So that's the case, and he didn't have to go into the understanding of trying to understand the system. He didn't need to have it to anyone. So why are we, why are we learning it today? If this was all of Ramavina's Havamina, so we should have put it in the Gneza and said, okay, this is all very nice, but the Messiah says, I need Havamina. And the answer is, he never said it's wrong. He said, when a person gets the level Hashem speaks to him, he doesn't need it anymore. So we are, when you become a Navi, we don't need to have it to either. We're not holding about being the Vim right now. And that's the okay. case. So we can go back to the understanding that Abraham had. What's the idea? One's outside of One, something which is, comes from a human intellect. What's the idea? If you want to call it that. And one comes from a point of a nevoah, which is above the human intellect. And therefore, what, because the the Chacham was really answering the Kazari is, he's not saying that there was a mistake. He's saying, is he right? 100%. If a person at the stage when he can relate to what Hashem did, as Hashem did it, and then I'm, I'm on the level of a Navi. So then I don't have to try and understand the system. I have a clarity, this is what Hashem did because he, he did it. I also know this is what Hashem wants me to do. Because he's telling, he's telling me. So I don't have to try and fit it into the system, I don't have to try and understand it. But it's only when I don't have the book, and now I have to try and understand what am I doing in this world? And what, what, what's the job of a person? Then I have to try and come from a point of view of trying to understand the process that makes sense, that I can work with that. But if I would get to the stage of the verb, I wouldn't do that. Hashem would tell me what I was going to do, and then I'd ask any questions. The Paradoshah Chazal, the Vayetza Esa Achutza, when the Pasuk says that Hashem took Abraham Avinu outside, and He said, you see the stars? And, uh, you're going to go above the stars. Same as Tagdina Shulcha, leave, literally means the, means the domination of the stars over here. But the way that the, the Kuzari explains it is that Suleiman, Same as Chachmas HaKechavim, Umikol Chachmas Tivis Musupekis. It doesn't just mean the, being, from being under the domination of the stars. It means from any chachmatiris. Anything you would have understood until now, leave it all behind. You're going out of that now. And that includes Sefer Yitzir. That includes Sefer Yitzir. Sefer Yitzir was Abraham Avinu's understanding of the world. And I shouldn't say, now you're going to, now I'm speaking to you, leave it behind. Now you're going to be in love, you don't need it anymore. And if that's the case, so then we have a, a fascinating concept to think about. And that is, there's a certain chaylek which may be right, up your understanding, but when a person gets to the world, then it's no longer, he no longer needs it. Does that imply that Sefer Yitzhira is the derech to get to the world? Um, possibly. Possibly. I don't know if it's by itself the derech to get to the world, but the definitely an, an understanding point it could be. But, uh, but the question is, and this is something which we need to think about, and that is, why are they a stereo to each other? 
Why? Why are they contradictions with each other? If what Abraham Avinu says in Sefer Tzir is true, and that is the way that the world was created, so why now it becomes a novi that they left behind? It's experiential. Uh, yeah, that could be, but it's not that the other one was wrong. And hmm. uh, if if it was like a, a venture to try and understand something, and then I see it's actually all wrong. It was human intellect, and now that I've seen the truth, I leave it behind. Then we're going to say that Sefer Tzir was wrong. We shouldn't be doing it either. This is, this is true. It's MS. And everything it says that it's there is true. Hashem built letters into words and, and made the combinations and whatever it's going to be. So then, now that it's a Navi, why did, why did he drop that? It's not wrong. Maybe you're on a higher level. Maybe you're on a more experiential level. But it's not wrong. So why is he saying this is all good until until Abraham became a Navi? When we became a Navi, then, then, then not. What, what's wrong with it? If it's the MS, it's the MS. He calls it Mr. Pekas here. Why is it Mr. Pekas? 100%. That's, uh, that's the yeah, what's, what's the question? It's not right. So that, that's the question you have to explain. To explain, Rabbi Yehuda, he says, there's only two more lines. Because I'm to fin- finish saying what he wants to say, and then the next year we'll try and go back and give someone Havana to his, his way of looking at it. He says, Vakwar Omar Aplaton, Aplaton is Plato, Mayan Ovi, Shabizman, Marino Samelech. Then the Novi is talking about Yermio, you know, at the same time as Plato, we have a number of Chazals. That they met and they spoke to each other. Um, so he says that they lived in the same time period. Shahu Oma, the philosopher, was asking for philosophia. So the Novi tells the philosopher, you know, as Jeremiah told Plato, he says that what I get from Chazan al Akim, what I get in the book, you'll never be able to get in philosophy. And that when they were arguing about whatever concepts there were, and Plato tried to prove it from philosophy, Jeremiah said, philosophy will never touch the book. And what I can get from Hashem in the book will be more than you'll ever understand in philosophy. And uh, he brings in the portion here, that from the third side of the Ramah, that he is magic, and he says, but Plato himself says, that in the beginning when I met Jeremiah, I know I used to laugh at him that he used to say things which were based, weren't based in philosophy. And so I got used to speaking to him and I saw how much Chachma he had. Then I saw that what he said is true and uh, that the Chachma of the Navi surpasses the Chachma of philosophy. Now, once again, that doesn't need, to be, that doesn't need a lot of understanding to, to, to explain it. That's partial. Of course, as far as human intelligence can, can be extended, of course, we're talking about someone who can speak to Hashem, so then he's, he's open to a completely new horizon, which the human intelligence never gets. So for sure, a Navi is aware of more than a person can ever think. The Kiddush is, is that it's, uh, and that's what he, what he wants to prove what he said before, and that is, when a person gets the level of a Navi, it renders the understanding of before unnecessary. It's not just that it's more, it's that it's under, you don't need it. The book is more. And then if you go back and explain next time, there's Hashem, how he's using it to explain the Brahman also. And that is when Rabbi became a Navi, so there wasn't a Tzir was wrong, but it became unnecessary. And that's, that's, that's when we have to try to understand what that means. The question he asked was, why do we have a process that Hashem created? Step one, then step two, then step three, and we go through a process of how great Navi. Hashem could have done it all in one second, so why didn't he? So the, in the, one move. In one move, in one flash, it's all there. It's not like, a, it's not like there was a stage by stage process. It just created the results. Why didn't he do that? The answer that Rabbi Levi gives, he spoke for experts, I had an answer, but the answer Rabbi Levi gives is, it's true. The whole process that Sefer Yitzhira talks about was the Avraham of Yitzhira's understanding before he received the book. 
that's to say the Tzera ends because when he became a Navi, the whole thing wasn't necessary. And the question we asked in that is, what does he mean? What does he mean? What has it onto anything? Does that mean it was wrong or does it mean it was right? If it was wrong, so then we shouldn't be done with the Tzera. This is all Abraham Avinu's Havimina, which he never found that was wrong. You're not going to say, the is there. So Elo, what? It's right. So if it's right, so then the fact that Abraham became a Navi didn't, didn't mean that, that, that doesn't, doesn't help you. Because the question is still a question. If it's actually true that there was a process, like was explained, why was there a process? Hashem didn't need the process. So saying, well, no, now Abraham is not a Navi, doesn't need it. It hasn't answered anything. So that, 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 that's the question on the Kuzari. He's, he's, as far as he's concerned, he's answered. But uh, in Medicine tomorrow, we're trying to understand exactly how that are, or what he's trying to say, what's the answer he's trying to bring with that.